Welcome to the Stays Co Conversations episode 12. We're back after, I think, 220 days, six months. I don't know the number of hours or minutes, but uh, you get my drift. Um, obviously, this year has turned out to be something that uh, we never expected. Um, we had a global pandemic. We were all forced to lockdown. There were studio issues. We couldn't record. Uh, basically, yeah. And this is one of the reasons why we took so long to get back. Thank you for listening. Um, I want to especially thank you guys for getting me to 10,000 plays. I'm very, very happy. And that came during lockdown. So I do feel bad that I wasn't um, sharing. But yeah, it's good to be back. Very, very, very good back. Good back. Act. Today, we have one guest because we're still in a pandemic. And yeah, I'd like her to introduce herself. Hi, my name is Sipe Kala. I'm a management consultant, work for myself, self-employed. So 2020 has been a lot for the self-employed, especially if you do not have employees and don't meet all of the different criteria for all of the different bailouts that are apparently floating about. So for me, 2020 and the pandemic has meant a very big change in my plans for the year from uh, let's start to grow the business. Let's see how far we can go with 2020 to let's just survive the year and not go bankrupt. Oh, thank you so much for the share. Um, share. I, I think, yeah, the pandemic. So the, if, uh, today's episode title, I forgot to say it in the beginning, but alas, we move is the COVID-19 COVID levels. So in March of this year, um, okay, I'll talk from my experience. March of this year, I started a new job. And um, a week after I started my new job, Sunday morning, we got our first, my fellow citizens, (laughs) my fellow citizens. (laughs) So on um, Monday, on the Monday, on the Monday, I got informed by uh, my bosses that we we're going to be working from home. And at the time, I was not even set up with IT yet. Because, you know, corporates and IT setups, so they were like, you're working from home. But I'm like, guys, I don't have access to anything. So it was quite, it was ridiculous. So, yeah, we moved from home from the Tuesday onwards. And yeah. A week after that, we got notification that we would be on lockdown. So when did you notice that it was getting real? Uh, so we got the first My Fellow South Africans. And so first, let me take a step back and explain the, the business cycles of consulting. November to February, nobody does anything. So you, if you don't have a contract by that time, it probably will not start because you're heading into December and then people are still trickling in from the festive season. And then February is when people actually start having discussions about contracts. And March is when you generally start to actually start signing up um, your pipeline for the year. So there we were, a whole bunch of people sitting there with contracts. You've done all the negotiations. You're waiting for people to sign. And Cyril goes, my fellow South Africans. And everybody pauses, pen in the air. And as a self-employed person, you're sitting there basically seeing all of your income disappear. And then a week later, he says, we are going into lockdown. Also announced the day after my birthday. So 
That was a great happy birthday from the president. And then all hell broke loose. Now, nobody knew what's going to happen. Everybody's terrified. And lucky for me, I work from home anyway. So not much had to change in that sense. And um, the way that I then started to recover is that South Africa took COVID a lot more seriously than anyone else on the continent. And as a result, I actually started sourcing work from West Africa because there things were still moving. People were actually still signing contracts. They were moving on with life as if COVID wasn't actually happening. So that's when things got real for me. Oh, I forgot it was the day after your birthday. <laughs> actually, that was that, that's what I took from that. Like, I forgot. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, March. Um, so, like, yeah, when the lockdown initially happened, you know, when you first said 21 days, do you honestly think, do you, I actually believed it was 21 days. I didn't because before the lockdown actually started, we had a client call with some people who are working communications for the government. Mm. And they basically said, everybody expects this to be at least 90 days, but we're starting with 21 days. So for me, by the time we actually locked down on the 26th, I already knew that it's likely going to be longer than that and we're going to be seeing extensions. I hoped they were wrong, but yeah, it turned out to be even worse than what they had thought it was going to be. Mm. Yeah, so like it's actually quite insane when you when you just picture it that way because I I genuinely believed it was twenty one days. I would have bought more alcohol if I'd known. <laughs> I would have bought more alcohol. So, enter level five lockdown, and um, one of the funniest things happened. I ran out of liquor. I actually realized you drink more in a pandemic. I think people drink more when they're by themselves and they have absolutely nothing else to do. But the most hilarious thing about the alcohol situation is that we saw the exact effects of maths literacy in our country. <laughs> A person who drinks three beers during the week every day on a normal week when he's going to work and then drinks the whole day on Saturday and Sunday buys two 24 packs for 21 days. Clearly, something was wrong with the maths to begin with. And then throw in the extensions and the country started getting creative. Janga, I was one of those black market purchasers of alcohol. That thing was expensive. That was a dark time. Remember the... What was that bottle that you had on your birthday? Yeah, I don't even know. The vinegar. <laughs> I don't know, some other MCC. Like, I promise you, it got so bad that the black market people ran out. <laughs> there was no stock of anything. Like it was like people were selling equivalents for a thousand rent. Like with like with no shame. There's not even club prices. It was so bad. Like hey and, and, and the thing is that like everyone was like, yo, and and numbers were floating. Hey, hey. It was it was a dark time. It was a very, very... But very when you think about it, the black market, because I, I spent quite a bit of time thinking about where the black market liquor is coming from, because it has to be coming from somewhere. And then I learned that in Durban, what was happening is some of the restaurant owners, when they heard about lockdown, took the liquor home, all of the liquor that they had as stock. 
and they were supplying very secretly supplying the black market and people they knew actually, because they they wanted to make some kind of income in that time. I actually heard that because I was like, because at some point you, you have to ask yourself, where are they getting the stuff from? Because SAB closed. Yes. The wine farms were only exporting. The, there was there a time when they weren't even exporting. Yeah. So they got, so where, where like I was like, no chap, these restaurant owners... No, but also the wine farms, remember we also heard anecdotally from somewhere that um, some of the wine farms were basically selling white labeled bottles because they didn't want to trace back to them. So there'd be a random bottle that has no labeling that is actually coming from a specific farm so that if the, if if whoever is taking the risk and smuggling in the Underground Railroad or whatever that thing was called... Mm. If they get caught, it doesn't get traced back to them. The fact that we're calling it an underground railroad, like, you know, like slavery, we bring it back to slavery. Like the only thing I will say, the interesting part. So one of the stats that came out this week is that one million people quit cigarettes in South Africa. So the cigarette ban lasted a lot longer and cigarettes were very hard to come by. Very, very, very. And apparently terrible. Yes. The ones that were, were there. They were there. I don't smoke, so this is not about me. So, <laughs> no, so apparently one million people, I actually watched quite a few people I know quit smoking. That makes sense though. Yeah. Because one of the difficulties with quitting smoking is that you've got the temptation. And when something goes wrong, you just go to the shops and get it again. And this time you didn't have that option. So, but interestingly, one of my neighbors was selling cigarettes. I realized one day when I kept seeing her drive out to the gate, meet some cars and then come back. And she kept doing this all the time. And I was wondering what's going on. And then the one day I was outside the gate for some reason. And yeah, she was giving someone cigarettes and got a lot of money in return. Dude, what's this, guys? What's this? So that was level five. Level five was horrible. I actually realized I need people. I missed people. Yes. Level five was actually quite horrible. We had the curfew. We had like, hey, it, was, it, was, it was dark times. It was really dark time. Yeah, level five and the non-labeled one that we had first. Yeah, it was horrible. They both had one thing in common, which is that you, you weren't allowed visitors. Like you couldn't actually visit people. And I think even though we tried to make up with technology, I think it would have been a lot worse if um, COVID had happened like five years ago. Because now you could video call family, you could like you could WhatsApp call, which means it doesn't cost as much to keep in touch. And for me, I personally spent a lot of time on the phone talking to everybody, just trying to have that connection. But you still miss humans. Like I realized, I think it was towards the end of level four, when they were saying it's been 60-something days. And I was like, it's literally been that long since I touched another human being because I live alone. So the only interactions were those ones where we were all trying to run away from each other in the grocery stores. And that's the only time you actually see other people. But in terms of, like, hug, anything, high five. Yeah, so it's, it's weird because my love language is touch. I like to be touched. I'm a toucher. I'm a hugger. So... It was horrible. So, so for me, I actually realized I like human contact. I want to see people. I, I just feel that I'm, I'm that type of person that needs 
other people around um, just to function. And also like I, I value, because I also live alone. I value, I see a lot of people. So I'm, I'm used to being alone Monday to Friday. The weekends were the worst actually. So Monday to Friday, I'm just, it's fine because I'm working, mm-hmm. got things to do, bills to pay. The weekends I was like, I miss my friends. I miss brunch. I miss Tasha's. <laughs> I miss Tasha's. I miss like, I was like, I actually had a great life because Friday, you know, after work drinks, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. There was no vibe. For me, I realized I don't like being told I can't see people. I think I do spend quite a bit of time by myself, but knowing that I don't have the option to not do that made it a lot worse. Like I realized that before there was a lockdown, I was actually spending a lot of time in my house and I was fine with it. After they said lockdown and you can't, and you have to do this, I started feeling quite antsy about being in my own space, even though that's where I was to begin with. Mm. No. So enter level five, level four. What was the difference between level five and level four? We could run around for two hours. Oh, <laughs> I think, you know, like I ran literally for one week. It was full day one. And then it started getting cold. Yes, because they waited until it got freezing cold to say you can run around at the crack of dawn in the most coldest hours. It was cold. Cool. Yeah, Banda, you know. I persevered for quite a while. I think it was three weeks that I was taking daily walks in the morning. Yeah, before it got too cold. Yeah. And then remember when they said that we could, they they, they bring back cigarettes and then Kosazana killed all of those. <gasps> remember, like, Kosazana <laughs> killed people. Hey, Kosazana. Kosazana. You must even say the full name. Oh my gosh. So, so I was like, guys, Rupert, owner of Richmond. No, no. We don't play like that. We don't play like that. <laughs> hey, yo, I've never seen white people erupt so much in this country. Yo, they're like, who's running this country? Like, hey, hey, hey. After one Billy, after one Billy, someone's like, after one Billy, hey. He was like, Osoro was like, Anton, Anton was like, yo, guy, my guy, one Billy, my guy. My guy, it's too late. You can't take it back. <laughs> COVID relief. Nigga, they dropped one billion rand. EFT. EFT. And so had one job. And he announced it. He actually announced it. Because he lived before. He's like, cigarettes will be allowed. Here. Oh, is that when the when people saw? Yes. <laughs> they put saliva on the paper. <laughs> what um, happened to that track? I expected it to be popping in summer. No, guys. We finished with the gym lockdown. Yeah, during lockdown. Because, you know, people were baking and shit like that, you know. So I always thought it was funny when you're... Guys, I've never seen my people so angry. I never knew smokers were so... Like, people were on the... I think that's how people quit. They were also on edge. They were on edge. I think, though, when you think about it, it was a bit cruel for smoking to be taken away. Because that's what people do when they're stressed out. And you throw in a global pandemic, which is the ultimate stressor, and you take away the thing, the coping mechanism. And yeah. But remember, was it in level four when there was that funeral and all the politicians were smoking? Yeah. And the question was, can we see your receipts? <laughs> can we see the receipt that says you bought this before lockdown? It was so real. It was so real. Because the, the funny part is that everyone knows Nkosasana doesn't drink. 
nor does she smoke. It's well documented. These are not her vices. And we know that she does not like the tobacco industry as a concept. She doesn't like smoking as a concept. She's, it's that one industry where you can take, it's personal, personal, <coughs> personal. Yo, they took her to court and they lost Shane Betun. Yeah, but what was the basis? So remember the basis was, it was quite simple. COVID is a respiratory disease. You have a high, um, we have a high at risk population. So we were very different to the US and the other modern countries. That's why they're dying is our, we had high HIV, high, high, it was literally make sense. Yeah. And unfortunately smoking makes you get, if you're a smoker and you get COVID, you will get it worse. But what was the tobacco industry's reasoning? So the tobacco industry was reasoning was that it's unconstitutional. Oh. Where people know they like people make their decisions. They know tobacco kills them, but they the tobacco has always kills them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also, so so, so 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 funny part in in the UK, they are replicating our lockdown, and in some parts of Europe, so they in the UK they're taking away alcohol because they've realized it's the liquor. It's it's really is the liquor. Yeah. So it's our turn to laugh at them. No, no, no. It's like no, and they're also doing the same thing we did, which is non-essential supplies not be sold. So they're copying, um, so things like you can only buy food and groceries. Yeah. Food and groceries, car, nothing. It just reminded me of that, the level five, when you could only buy food and groceries and even there it's uncooked food and I don't cook. <laughs> Did you actually learn how to cook? I know how to cook. I don't want to. So it was a depressing time for me because I actually had to, make food all the time. And then one of my friends didn't have pots and pans and didn't buy them before the 21st have... day started because people actually don't cook. It's how an you... actual thing. How do you guys survive? Like, I, these are questions I ask myself, like, how? Like, what do you guys do? Like, I'm, I'm It's perplexed. a lifestyle choice, people. It's a lifestyle. What lifestyle? Like, what? Ay, 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 Lifestyle. He didn't have pots and pans. So he decided, no, I'm gonna, I don't want to go now while it's so full. Because remember the, that four days between still announcing and Ooh, the lockdown queues. starting, queues were everywhere. So it's like, he doesn't want to go out then. He's going to buy his pots and pans after the lockdown starts. And he gets there and they're like, we don't sell pots and pans. <laughs> we only sell essentials. I was just like, essentials. Out here eating frozen pizza for 21 days because you can only have things that don't need like things that use like bry pans because that's the only thing that you've ever had in your house. But yeah. How do you not have cook. pots? It's not a li lifestyle in general. Like lifestyle. How is this a lifestyle? I, I I'm just perplexed. It's a lifestyle choice. A, I'm just perplexed. Some people don't like cooking. I still don't like cooking. And I remember you always used to say to me, Sipe, if you try cooking, you're going to find you like it and you're going to, it's therapeutic. Guys, the only thing I got at the end of my cooking was food. There was no therapy involved. It was just food. All I got was food. <laughs> lifestyle choice. I have no words. That's a new term. <laughs> it's a lifestyle choice. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I actually almost forgot the non-social. So they're trying to copy it, which is what they've realized when I overseas is that, so they were looking, they thought that if COVID hit Africa, it's just going to kill all of us. We didn't die because <laughs> our government is a took things seriously. We were not even, we're still like international, we banned, we closed our borders, we closed 
everything. So, and people, and one of the things that actually people forget is that South Africa had to close so the rest of the continent had to, will survive. Because people never used to fly directly. They used to fly from oh, land, in- Joburg, Joburg to wherever you want to go. So we saved the whole static because Tina. But but um, also the rest of the continent closed borders. Yes. So that's the one thing that seems to have been uniform across the continent. Even where the tracking of the numbers, etc., wasn't happening as um, as rigorously, what was happening seems to have been the the border closures, where nobody's allowed to fly. No, the border closures worked because that's the thing that stopped us. Because when I in Europe, dude. Like, I was chatting to Umasi, my other friend. She's in the U.S. She was buying alcohol. I was like, I was so jealous. The restaurants, they could order takeaway. Tina, we didn't even have takeaway. Hey. When did they come back? Level three. three. Yeah, yeah, it was dark. Tina, it was dark. Like, No, but at least level four, they started selling the frozen foods. Yeah, level four, they started selling. Um, You could buy the Woolies meal packs. Yes. And stuff. I know it saved your life. Lord knows yeah. why they. And shut then that down. I, I ran out of foundation, so <laughs> I actually ran out of foundation. I feel like you're doing your face three times a day during no. lockdown. So I had time. So one of my goals, development goals, was to learn how to put on lashes. I now know how to put on lashes. You know, yesterday I was flaky. Yeah. yeah. It's because development. But am I the only person who was like working my off? Throughout the lockdown. No, I was working too. No, I mean, like, I was, I, I got to a point where I was working 18-hour days. Everybody's busy baking, and I'm just like, where are you finding the time? No, I'm I, waking I, up at 4 o'clock so that I can actually get some things done before the the torrent of meetings that is during the day. So, yeah, I didn't bake. I didn't learn a new skill. I just slaved at work. Dude, that is so deep. Slaves at work. But it was fun. It kept me away from the depression. Ah, oh, shame. Mental health. I actually, I actually went back to my meds during COVID. And my doctor doubled my dose. Yeah. I think the doctors were checking up on all of us because I remember my doctor also checked in on some. So how are you holding up? <laughs> no, like, so, 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 so things that usually I'm on anti-anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I take anti-anxiety meds as well as to sleep aid. So depression is not actually my problem. My problem is that I stress too much, which then leads to the depression. But yeah. yeah. So like I always think the worst possible outcome and I'm always like, yo, yeah, it just. Which is the worst thing in a pandemic. Yeah. I know. I was actually one that nobody knows anything about. And like also much. like, also like, you know, I was planning on doing a trip, you know, that can- cancelled. Oh, yes. And remember, our state agent, and thinking our travel agent, forgot our travel agent actually got liquidated. It's the A travel, remember? We were booking. Oh, my gosh. No, dude, it killed the travel industry. Yeah. No, like, it, it, remember, everyone was asking for their refunds. Remember, a travel agency uses clients' money to function. So you mm-hmm. pay back, prepay for your trip. So they, they, it's a cash business. It's not a credit business. And they don't maintain credit lines because they never have to. So, it's a nice business to be in. No, it's, 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 the margins are insane. Remember, you only hire or travel, or flight center, pen travel. You only hire three people. Um, South Africans, contrary to what I believe, 
don't actually do most of their hotel bookings online. So that's yeah. Even my parents, to this day, my parents don't book online. They book an agency who then books for them online. South Africans are very big. Yeah, walk into... That's why the, you had flight centers and STA yes. travels in every mall. Because South Africans don't book, and I don't mean they don't book for overseas. They don't book to go to Cape Town online. They don't book for Cape Town online. <laughs> no, our people are backward, guys. Hey, Betuna, we're not advanced. We're not advanced. I think because we come from the backwaters, we picked up online a lot faster. Because yeah. we didn't have the flight centers and STA travel. You had to travel to go mm. book your travel. So like that happened. And then also what I think made me also depressed was, oh, you know, I was doing public speaking beginning of the year. Yes. Cancelled. Up in the air. Thousands gone. Thousands. <laughs> Gone. Money float away. Like, you know, when you watch money float away, it hits you a different way. I think that's why I was drinking so much. I was like, and like, they're like, no, we can switch to online, but we'll pay you a tenth of what we were going to pay you. Sure. Like, you just watch money, like, leave your imaginary account. Imagine your 2020 end of the year yeah. account that you imaginary account. So really that happened. Going. I think that was also messed with my anxiety. I was like, wow, wowzer, wowzer. And then I also I think I was also messed with my anxiety is that I hate I started hating my apartment. Like, because I was here all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need changes. Like I'm losing my mind. And oh. then we couldn't buy anything. And I'm still waiting for furniture I ordered months ago. <laughs> I feel like everybody was right, running around wish listing all the things that they want to buy once they are allowed yeah, to buy. buy. Dude, you know how it is to wait for furniture for three months? Sure. Still waiting. Still, still waiting. <laughs> yeah, so I think that was that. So that was level four. Level four. So level four. And then we got to level three. And guy, my guy, friend, when I went to Woolies to go buy alcohol, people were so happy. We didn't know that people were happy. <laughs> but I think the funniest thing about level three was um, food for delivery is now available. And the first thing that happens is everybody asking, wait, where's this chicken been sitting for three months? <laughs> and then like, you have everybody just, now goes, I'm, I'm going to give you guys a couple of weeks <laughs> to just stuff. clear the old stock before I start ordering food. I, I waited. I waited for the online thing. But no, I won't lie. The alcohol thing was, yo, people were happy. Even though it was Monday to Thursday, it was, people were happy, guys. The, the, and then when did the with immediate effect come? It was on a Sunday <laughs> evening. I wasn't telling I, you. I remember the Sunday evening. It was a Sunday evening. What was it all? With immediate effect. Yay, 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 yay. <laughs> yo, ah, meltdowns were happening. Yo, the meltdowns. The meltdown. <laughs> I was like, you wait till Sunday evening. He didn't even give us time to stock up. He was like, Nina, South Africans, you can't be trusted. You can't be trusted. He waited Sunday evening. Someone was like, he waited Sunday evening. Yes. That, that was one of the most hilarious of the happenings of the my fellow South Africans during lockdown. Because it's almost like you can't be trusted. This was a privilege. It felt like a parent scolding you. This is a privilege, not a right. And as a result of your misbehavior, we are taking it away. Our dad. Our dad. Because we're still our dad. No, our dad. But 
honestly, I feel like there's a few times when we got scolded. No, he was like, he looked at us, he was like, actually, Nina. And just like, um, no, 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 he's the stone voice. He was like, you guys can't behave. You guys can't behave. I'm trying to save y'all. I'm trying to save y'all. And y'all can't behave. That's how he went. Which one, was it in level three where William Kizer made that speech that ended with your life is in your hands? It was level three. The, basically, the if you die, you die. <laughs> May the best immune system win. Changa. <laughs> May the best immune system win. But the, the rest of the world's reactions to COVID, did you see when the Brazilian president said, Death is a part of life. <laughs> Dude, like, you know, you had the gang. not locking down. <laughs> no, the thing is that it's funny part with Brazilians, you know, like the gangsters had to implement law because they were like, actually, we're going to die. <laughs> Dead people don't so buy cocaine. <laughs> Dead people don't buy cocaine. Like people thinking business, they're like, we need you to survive, yo. <laughs> Dead people don't pay debts. Like the gangster, like the gangsters are like, actually, the guy is like, Dude, he's like, and the thing is like, my favorite part is Trump's speech. He's like, a lot of people are going to die. A lot of people are going to die. <laughs> I was like, do you know the Americans, people are still dying left, right and center? Yeah, they're having their third wave now. The, I, the infections are rising again. Yeah, I know. Like, even I saw the numbers for, for France when they talked about the numbers increasing. Yeah, but I think part of the reason why they're also trying to implement the South Africa type of lockdown now is because they also saw the public health benefits of the lockdown we did. Beyond the no stabbings, etc. there was also that we had a very good flu season. Like the flus, the pneumonias, the things that usually kill people during the winter months ended up being a lot more controlled because we weren't seeing each other, we're keeping social distance, we had masks on, we're sanitizing all the time. So even, apparently, even the neonates, like little baby babies who would get pneumonia and things like that, that decreased. So now they're all trying to curb their flu season as well. Yeah, because they're going into winter so and they're about to start winter now. It's, it's autumn already. And it's actually quite, when you think about the public health benefits, so... One of the things that alcohol did, so remember we had um, South Africa, also one of the things that, that makes us at risk more than the Europeans, that our public health system is actually inadequate to deal with capacity. Mm-hmm. He has capacity limits. So when people went back to alcohol and it's like, you guys are stabbing each other. <laughs> You're killing beds here. These are, this is a bed issue. Car accidents decrease. There's, there's, there's so many things that alcohol does that, and the thing is that it came from the doctors. Because I follow quite a few doctors on social media and some of them are, we're doing trauma. They're like, this is the first weekend I've not had to do. It's been chilled. Minute the week lockdown. There was even a carte blanche episodes. And they're like, they're like, you guys can't behave. That's why I was like, Jonga, Nina, immediate effect. You guys are going out. start doing. I also think we needed that time of alcohol being opened so that they can have evidence for shutting it down again. We've because given- we're all justifying, we can behave, we'll drink at home, nah, 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 and then gets opened and we're out here, nah, 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 in the streets. Dude, people were just happy. Like, I, I promise you, at work, like, on that Monday, we usually have a team meeting at 8.30. It got cancelled. I'm guessing everyone was hanging. It got cancelled. It got cancelled. On the day, people went to go buy it. Like... Hey, guys, I was like, hey. And then if you were stupid enough to order from Norman Goodfellas, you only got your stuff later. 
Yeah, of course. Because the, the demand was just... Yeah. No, so it was actually quite interesting. Yeah, level three was, yeah, level three. And then we got to level two. We were allowed alcohol again. Yay. What was level two again? Alcohol. Alcohol, you could buy... Level three, you could buy furniture. Uh, level two... Uh, alcohol and other industries or the other industries as well. So yeah, level two. Oh, like, when did clothes come back? Level four. The baby clothes debacle. Level four. Level four, they came back. But level five, it was just, um, I think they got the baby stuff. Yeah, eventually, because at first nobody thought about the fact that people are having babies. Yeah, so that's when they, they, the government reneged on was the baby stuff. But the, yeah, the other parts were just, yeah, it was actually quite funny. Yeah. No, so level I five. I think after alcohol came back, nobody really cared about the levels, except for people who were waiting to go back to work. Yeah, I see a lot of people wanted to go back to work. So in my work, um, I work in financial services. Uh, we seated in 2021. Hmm. 2021, we'll, we'll go back. Also, I think a lot of people, they just don't want to go back. I think people are comfy. After the kids went back to school, people are comfy. <laughs> yes, keyword, <laughs> the children. <laughs> key, key, key differentiator. Like, we yeah. actually are not allowed to book meetings between 12 and 2 o'clock every day because that's when the kitty pickup season. Oh. Yes. No meetings are allowed. It's actually in our work policy. You're not allowed to book a meeting between 12 and 2. Was this the policy before COVID? I know. We, we, had, we, had to, we had to implement a policy. But it's interesting. Before COVID, when did they think parents are picking up their children? I, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's only now that we're thinking, okay, children need to be picked up. It's like, I feel like one of the biggest benefits of COVID though is that it's it's equalized a lot of things. Like my parents who get to spend a lot more time with their children if they want. Yeah. <laughs> get to spend a lot of time with their children if they want. And it does not... They, they don't get criticized at work for it. So you're getting judged on results, not on showing up. So I think as a mother, it works out very well that you actually get to be at home and you work, you basically manage your own hours for the output that you have to put out rather than managing the hours for FaceTime. And you know that you, you, like if you walk off to go and talk to your child or if you were to leave the office to go and do something with your child, it's looked at very badly. But when you're working from home and you go off to go and do something with your child, nobody really sees that. They just check if your results come back, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, on the children part, yeah, the, the children had to go back to school. Parents, Changa, I know a lot of people who said, my child is only going back in 2021. The minute schools were open, all the children were returned <laughs> to center. That was the funny part. So parents realize, funny part, that they need their children, but just not all the time. I love them, but don't sometimes don't like them. Because it was actually quite funny. So one of the ladies at work, she was like, my child's irritating. Like, I've spent <laughs> time with her. And, like, she was like, <laughs> she's like, I was, she says, do we make the way back? She was like, because she was getting a meeting. She's like, I was so happy. I think we both realized we need time out. I think the children even realize, you know, this relationship only works if we don't see each other all the time. 
Yeah. So, yeah. So they went back to school. They went back to school. Like, I don't know a single parent whose kids are, are still at home. Everyone sent them back. Like, with live, live, everyone sent them back. They were like, go. Yeah. And then some of us, to ease our consciences, had conversations with our pediatricians before we send them back. But at the end of the day, there came a point in time when you're just like, I can't make it to 2021. <laughs> 2021 is far. Someone was like, one of the things, someone was like, you know that woman who killed all four of her kids? They're like, I can actually see. <laughs> how's this man, how this could have come about? about I can, I can see. You know, before I was judging. Uh, <laughs> but now. Yeah. But- and, I, and I've seen schools. So there's quite a few schools. Like, you know, you've got brands. These little kids are fine with the masks. They're very well trained. Oh, no, but um, the very little ones. So mine is three. In his school, they don't do that. Mainly because three-year-olds are not going to keep their masks on. If they do, John is going to go outside with a Spider-Man mask and come back with a Batman mask because he played swapsies. And that is the root. Like, that's where the problems come in. So what they've actually done there is that they've done, they've gone the bio-bible route where they don't allow anyone who's not part of the school into the premises and they sanitize everything when the children come in and when they leave and they do all the screenings but otherwise the children are children and I actually prefer that because he's three he runs about he like I get him to wear a mask now to go to shops because he wants to go out of the house but longer than that I don't see him keeping it on um, yeah, no, the older ones, yeah. Yeah, no, that's actually a very smart idea because uh, that was all I was thinking was about these little buggers, like these little buggers, how are they going to cope with all of this? But hey. So Did you see the social distancing schools in, in preschools in France? France. That, that looked depressing. That was depressing. I was like, then why are you sending your child to school? Because they're three, they're not missing anything except for their friends. And if they're going to get there and you put them in a two by two square each, then they aren't there with their friends e- anyway. So what's the point? They miss their friends. And that's a true, true story. They miss their friends. And kids didn't like the Zoom classes. Like, our friends, so many people I know gave up on those Zoom classes. The kids were not enjoying the Zoom classes. But also Zoom classes needed to be Zoom classes for the parents as well. Yes. Because now that's... you are basically herding the children and trying to keep them in front of your Zoom. Yeah. And that's an, indus- that's an industry that um, benefited a lot. The laptops and electronics. Online. Because everybody suddenly realized the two laptops we have in this house, which belong to mommy and daddy, mommy and daddy have to be a, do work at the same time as the three children each need to be doing school. Actually, that's how they got the laptops. Remember, laptops were allowed to be sold a lot earlier. Yes. They got them to, on, what's the word again? Educational? Yeah. Ended up being essential services. No, no, because the thing is that you just realize the, just from a constrained perspective in terms of what you have and, uh, so that was, yeah, level two. Level two. Level two, I hosted a bride. Was that level two? I think it was level one. Yeah, no, it was level one. Was level level one. one. Level one. We hosted a bride because we could socialize. I missed my friends. Um, I missed hosting people. I missed, hi, right, guys. We needed to relax. Relax, you know. Now that we're still in level one, um, yeah, level one's been great. Some people, a lot, there's more, more traffic. There's a lot more traffic. Uh, gyms are open, but active is no longer. Uh, I now have to cancel. I, need, I, I when when did we have until we have to cancel? I don't know. I don't know. For me, I use the gym in my complex. 
so I don't have to. No, so so Virgin Active, do you know they did the freeze? Oh, yes. Yes. Were they still taking your money during lockdown? No, they froze. So you had to freeze your oh, membership. Okay. And then when they started allowing gyms back on, you had to, you had the option to continue your freeze or now the option to suspend your membership. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was one of those things. But yeah. the one thing that um, that worries me about the levels is that we w- went into level one for the economy. But I think the psychologically, it feels as if we've got COVID under control. And therefore, we're getting a lot more lax about things. And the fact that I don't know if we're still getting this, I'm just not seeing it as much. Those daily numbers... The daily numbers, they they used to work very much as a deterrent and keeping COVID like top of mind. Now it's like that thing. Oh, yes, we are in a pandemic, by the way, kind of thing. So we don't think about it as much as we go about our day to day. Did. Did. I will not lie to you. Um, Restaurants, masks are optional. Guys, the, the restaurants... And Rona, and the funny and the sad reality is, I'm just just so because we're about to wrap up, is that the numbers are going up again. So, in a statement, um, 23rd October, which is just so we are getting it. Doctor's really shame it He tweets every day. Whoever runs his social media, he does it very well. Doctor's really kisses media people. Shout out, shout out to you guys, comms people. Y'all doing the most. So we've had 712,000 cases. Um, 643,000 uh, uh, total recoveries, 18,000 and bit uh, deaths, unfortunately. And but today we had new cases. Actually, yesterday, 1,897. And he said something as he's like, he's like, he literally said um, a couple of days ago because you know he caught Cove, mm-hmm. and he said he he said something very very interesting. Uh, the fact that he says the Westie has identified COVID-19 clusters. There has been a 42% increase in infections in the Western Cape alone. Obviously, it's summer. The streets, you know where, you know. The streets are calling. The streets are calling. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, we, he's like, they're monitoring. But he's like, the cases, he's like, Western Cape is, is starting second wave. Um. Uh, he's like, it's 42% increase. He says there's been an alarming increase. There has been an increase of about 10% collectively in this week with Western Cape leading. So the cluster yeah. is Western Cape. I know if Western Cape, Gauteng is not far behind. Yeah. But also, I think the big cities and the like clubs being open and things like that, the 50% capacity rule isn't working very well. I call because, 50% capacity. No, do you know what they've done? When you are supposed to be at 50% capacity, they've closed off the other 50% so that people are only in the one half of the place. That doesn't solve the problem. The whole reason why you, they wanted you to be at 50% capacity is so that there's social distancing. So basically, you have fewer people in the same amount of space. Now you have fewer people in a smaller space. Um, so also my, my whole thing, and no offense, was I've been to Rockets. I call social distancing per. Drunk people don't social distance. I call social distance. 
Like, dude, like, so yeah, unfortunately, um, I, I see us, I know offense, and I you know, say to someone, I was like, I think what's also was Valel and what stock up in alcohol children. We ask Valel, we're going to get a, my fellow South African speech is coming very, very soon. Yeah. Because the increases are happening. And I think people have forgotten that we're actually in a real pandemic. And we do have, and this is the very serious part about, unfortunately, we do have a high risk population. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, we live in people. People live with their parents, and we know where the deaths are in the COVID. And in December, we're all going, going to, travel to travel to the Eastern Cape, and ah, uh, wave, wave two, wave two. That's how we basically kill off the province. Because how it moved to the Eastern Cape was actually through funerals, and the people decided to go home. Yes, when lockdown was announced. Yeah, so you were, so I think, yeah, sort of, sort of, we're going to get at my fellow South African speech very, 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 very soon. And yeah, so we're still in the COVID levels, but this was our summary. It was great chatting to you about the COVID. It was a little therapeutic. Ah. I actually finally let it all out. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a, a year. So, it's been so, so. two years. This hey, year. Yeah, yeah, this year, like I promise you, this year has been a movie, a movie, like a movie. I can't. I have no words to describe this year. Like, I like when the they history books. <laughs> like, imagine, like when you tell kids, like, yo, yo. I used to think 2016 was the devil year, was the year for Satan. 2020, hi, 2020, masterpiece. Hi, 2020 has done it. Yeah, I think I still think it has been five years, guys, and it's not done with us yet. We must remember it is not done with There's us. There's still November. Let's see what's coming up. <laughs> like, so have you seen those calendar pictures where people talk about January, February, and then you're like depressed, you're like the depression? Yeah, so yeah, so it's it's one of those things. Anyway, thank you, CP, for joining me, being my first two man podcast. It's my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> very much and we're done so thank you subscribe my bit subscribe guys like share